Would you work for someone else without getting paid? Believe it or not, lots of people choose to do that. It's called an internship, and sometimes it can be worth it, and sometimes it can just be a waste of time. Today, we'll talk about what you can do to make sure your internship doesn't set you back. Welcome to Adulting, a podcast where we want to adult every day. Download episodes at adulting.tv. Welcome to Adulting. I'm Harlan Landis, and I'm here with Miranda Marquit. How are you, Miranda? I'm doing okay. I'm excited to talk about internships today because I did one, and it actually helped me out quite a lot. All right. I'm also excited to talk about internships because I generally think that they're a poor deal, but it'll be fun to talk about this. All right. How can internships, especially unpaid internships, be useless? That has been the subject of much debate lately. Much has been written about unpaid internships, how they are useless because a lot of the time you get stuck doing these menial tasks, right? You're like running and getting coffee for somebody or doing filing or, or something like that that doesn't actually give you some skills or help you really build good connections. And on top of that, you're just doing grunt work and not getting paid. So there's been a lot written recently about how these internships are useless for students because they're not getting paid. If they're doing it for college credit, they are paying for their college credit on top of it. And instead of being in a job and being paid for their work, they're spending all their time, they're spending their 10, 20, 30, however many hours it is a week doing these internships. So that's been kind of the gist of what people have been talking about in recent years. You said that you don't like internships, especially unpaid internships. So why don't you like them? Well, that's exactly why. A lot of the promised benefits of internships don't always come to fruition. And there's this idea that, I mean, let's take a look at what people say the advantages of internships are, and then why all of those things don't always happen. Uh, obviously, in an internship, the whole point is that you're gaining some experience in your field that will go beyond the education you receive in college, let's say, and give you a head start so that you can receive an entry-level job in the future and you have enough experience to be effective in that job. So that's one of the advantages of an internship, supposedly. But a lot of the time, like you said, you're not getting the experience that you need. Instead, you are relegated to tasks that an assistant should be doing, or you're just not getting the exposure to the people and the experiences that you've been promised. And with, with the people, too. Exactly, right there is one of the things that another promise of an internship is that you'll be inside a company and you will get to meet people and they will be your connections and they will get you jobs in the future. And while, yes, sometimes that does happen, a lot of the time you don't get exposure to a lot of people and they don't see what your capabilities are because you're spending your time on menial tasks. And so you can't really take advantage of some of those connections. Another promise of an internship is the references that you will you will get. Of course, you might have a great supervisor who will write you a reference regardless when you are an intern and later applying for a job, but that's not always the case. A lot of this depends on the internship. And of course, you get the college credit, but like you said, you have to pay for college credits, so you're actually going negative on this internship 
if you, you know, add in all the costs of getting there, getting to the traveling and commuting and whatever else you have to do to get to the job that you wouldn't normally be paying for to get to the internship. And this comes out to be a financial loss for you at a time when you are just in the stages of starting your career where you can't really afford to do a lot for free. I mean, that's pretty hard to ask that of someone. Now, I know that some of the most successful interns that I've met have had no financial issues because they have parents who support them or they have other means of really dealing with their life expenses rather than having absolutely to earn a living through a job at all times that they're not going to school, for example. That's kind of the situation that we're in where, and it's actually why I set up a scholarship at my alma mater for internships, because a lot of these students can't afford to take these low-paying jobs or internships, especially in the arts. A little stipend helps them a little bit. So that's why I set something like that up for people who are attending my university. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point that sometimes we forget that these internships have kind of turned into something that's really only available to people who can afford it. It's it's really kind of turning into sort of a privileged thing. And, and honestly, that's kind of the case with my internship. I did it over a summer and I had a scholarship to help me pay for the credits that I took. So I didn't have to worry about the three credits that I got for the internship. And because I was living at home with my parents for that summer, I didn't have any other expenses to have to worry about. And so it worked out really well. But when you're talking about folks that are in things like the arts, like you mentioned, or who come from lower income backgrounds, that's not really an option. You need to spend your summer working so you can survive. And so I think that's something to think about as well when you're looking at internships. And another thing you have to realize is there are some programs that do require an internship. So Depending on what you go into, you may actually be required to put in some internship time, whether you want to or not. Right. So uh, there are going to be some situations where you can't get out of doing an internship or having an internship. So we have to figure out how to make the most out of those situations. You know, obviously something you want to do, especially as your first exposure to your industry or a company, and that is to work incredibly hard and make sure that you are showing your employer and those around you how competent you are in this field. And of course, that doesn't mean that you should hide the fact that you're new at this because you will be new, but you should show how competent you are by asking questions and by asking great questions and by seeking out information and just being a sponge and soaking up everything you can about the experience. That is a way that, sure, you'll impress other people along the way, but you'll also gain everything that you possibly can from the internship so that you can take that information and go on your information experience and go on to your next opportunity, which, which would hopefully be a paid opportunity. One thing to realize, too, is that even if you are filing or doing menial work that doesn't seem to help you out. There are lessons that you can learn in just about any situation. Even if that lesson is, I never want to ever have to do this work again. One of the keys is to say, okay, what can I learn from this now that I'm in this situation? And working hard and doing your best to learn what you can and learn to understand the business or understand 
even just your manager and what they need can go a long way toward getting you noticed and setting you up to be in a situation where you can then start looking for those contacts and impressing those people so that you can cultivate relationships for the future and maybe even possibly find a mentor. That's exactly right. You've got to find one person and don't wait for that person to come to you. You need to use your time in the internship to seek out somebody who you feel comfortable with. And we've had other episodes about finding a mentor, but you need to take the initiative and find that mentor in this position somewhere nearby, someone you know that you can come back to over the course of maybe a few months or a few years, uh, certainly beyond the end of your internship. Someone who seems interested in you and interested in your success and will root for you and will give you advice when you need it and find that person right away. I think uh, it's, it's probably the one thing that, of course, we're talking about lots of ways to make the most out of an internship. But if you can hold on to a relationship like that beyond your internship, then it is well worth the pain of working hard without a significant salary. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I think that that's one of the biggest advantages to an internship. And it really was a good thing for me in my own internship where I was able to get some good work done. And I'm talking about, you know, for my graduate work, I was able to get some good work in, learn some good stuff about editing and working on publications. And then I also did a good enough job and was able to connect with my supervisor in a way that allowed me to have a reference for the future and even learn a few things that kind of went above and beyond the scope of the internship that helped me down the road. So that relationship is hugely important. And even if everything else in your internship is a complete waste, the relationship and finding just one person that can serve as a mentor or serve as a reference later can be a huge help. Yeah. And again, you'll have to do the work in order to make that happen yourself because it just won't appear in your lap, this person, obviously. But you'll need to cultivate that and find the right person yourself because everyone else is going to be pretty busy with their own jobs and their own lives. So you will need to make that happen. You know, going back to my internship, again, my internship was in the arts. It was difficult. It was definitely difficult. It was, you know, you you said 20, 30, or, or what did you say, 10, 20, 30 hours? I mean, my internship was probably more like 80 hours a week in, in certain times because uh, of the many special projects that we did outside of working hours. So the good thing for me is I ended up getting a job with the same organization I was interning with a little bit later after I graduated, which... It was a good and bad thing. Not a great organization to work for, but still a great entry into the world. And had I stayed in that world, it would have been helpful to me in the long run. And now that I'm back in the world of the arts, it certainly paid off, even though it was not very pleasant at the time. One other thing that you can do, and it's something that I know I did often when I was in my internship, is ask for more responsibility. Yes, you'll still have to do the menial tasks if that's what's assigned to you, but you can do more. You can and should do more. You should ask to be involved as much as possible. If there is a discussion that your team is involved in and they're not including you because you're quote unquote just the intern, try to get in on that and make a case for yourself and say, listen, this would be a great experience for me to just sit in the room and and hear what's going on so that I can learn from this and I can be a part of it. And just look for those opportunities to get more involved in any projects or anything that's going on 
And when you're ready, ask for responsibility in those projects as well so that you can you can definitely make a case for yourself, giving you yourself more responsibility later on. And then you can also include that on your resume and it's more experience for you. You really do need to look for those kinds of silver linings that you can kind of go for when you're in, stuck in, a, in an internship that may not be your, your favorite thing. Another thing to consider is, you know your rights. Um, believe it or not, the Department of Labor does have some guidelines for what makes an internship and what employers should be doing. And there are six criteria. And one of them is that you should be doing things that are similar to, like you should be getting training that's similar to what you would be learning in an educational environment. Mm -hmm. uh, your internship experience should be for your benefit, not for the employer's benefit. And I think that's the main sticking point with a lot of these is that for so many years, so many employers have just looked at interns as free labor or really cheap labor. Like sometimes they'll give a stipend at the end. And so they've looked at it as free or really cheap labor for somebody to do these menial mundane tasks without having to pay them minimum wage. And there have been lawsuits. And, and so things are kind of slowly changing. And then the other thing is the intern is not supposed to displace regular employees. So you're not supposed to be doing like there to replace somebody or you're, you're there to learn. It's supposed to be for your benefit. So things like that are things to keep in mind. And as you're looking for internships, you know, talk to the company and ask them questions uh, before you even accept an internship. Ask them questions about how they stick with these guidelines. Ask them what you are going to learn. What skills do they expect you to be able to learn as a result of this internship? Uh, and remember, as you're looking for internships, that you can ask these questions. And if something doesn't look like it's going to be a good fit, or if a company comes across as a little bit shady with their internship practices, maybe look somewhere else. Just to go on, I think it's really important that we go through some of the other criteria, because uh, a company has to meet all of the criteria. They can't just meet some and say, well, it's good enough for unpaid internship. It has to meet all. So so beyond the three that you mentioned, there's also the idea that the company does not receive any kind of advantage from the idea that there's an intern there. And in fact, sometimes the fact that an employer has an internship might hinder the company because, you know, they that's another head that they have to deal with or whatever the situation might be. It's important to note that, you know, a company can't benefit from from having an intern. And the intern is not entitled to a job at the conclusion of the internship. If, if a company says that, and we'll give you a job at the end of this internship, what they're really talking about is a you know, perhaps a trial period and still must be paid. You shouldn't work for free with the promise of a job in the future. For an intern, you're going to want to experience this company and then, and then have the ability to move on at the end of the internship. The final criterion is that both the employer and the intern have to fully understand that the uh, opportunity here, this internship, is unpaid and neither is entitled to wages. So there has to be some kind of agreement and understanding at the beginning so that everybody is on the same page. If all but, say, one of those criteria are met, then it's not sufficient enough to be an unpaid internship. Now, of course, companies will get away with that by offering a small stipend and perhaps they won't meet all of the criteria and thus it is no longer an unpaid internship 
But it's important to know what's going on. And certainly if you have a large company with other interns, chances are they're doing it right. It's when you get to those small companies who may not have a lot of experience with internships where you have to just be very careful. And of course, the rules are different for nonprofit companies and nonprofit organizations. So that's something to keep in mind as well. A lot of internships are in nonprofit and so the rules are the rules are there there might not even be any department of labor rules when it comes to nonprofits and internships. So yeah, so that's kind of the thing those are the things that you have to keep in mind. Yeah, and once again, make sure you're asking questions and another thing you can do is if you're in the middle of this internship and it's not going well, you know, weigh your options. Maybe it's time to leave. Maybe it's time to just cut out. One thing that I did hear about once was I had a friend who was in an internship and it was just going terribly. And she had another opportunity to come up and actually go get a job. And, you know, she was doing this for college credit. And so what happened was is she sat down with her college counselor. They toted up the hours she'd already done for the internship. And it was supposed to be a four credit internship, but she'd only done enough hours for half of that. So it was two credits. And they went ahead and went forward with it. She was refunded two credits worth from what she had paid because, you know, you pay per credit a lot of the time with these internships if you're not doing it as part of a regular semester. And so she only had to pay for the two credits and she was given those two credits and then she was able to have that internship and get the new job. And then later on, she got a different internship to finish up the remaining two credits that she needed. All right. So what can you do now to make the most out of your internship? One of the things is to research internships. Of course, this is before you have an internship and find out whether they're even required for either your educational program or your career. Do you need to do an internship? Or is it just something that everybody kind of does in your immediate area or your field? See if you can skip it, because if you can spend that summer, let's say, earning money instead of doing an internship, still getting experience in your field in some way, it's probably a better idea. And you will gain more experience because unless you get a job as an assistant, you're not going to be fetching coffee, you're not going to be filing you're going to be doing things that are going to be helpful to your future. So perhaps a paid job is even a better opportunity than an internship. And of course, if you're doing it during school, if you're in college and you need your internship during the semester, that's one thing. If you need it during the summer, then you have an opportunity to get a summer job in your field as well. And of course, it could be a lot more difficult to find that job than it is to find an internship, although... Not always, but you should at least explore the idea. Yeah, and, and sometimes you can get the job and it works well. And if you can get a job, you can convince your career counselor, major counselor, whoever it is, to let you use that as an internship as well. And then so much the better. Next, you can find a company you admire and find out if they offer an internship program. And then reach out to someone at the company to see if you can get on. And actually, even if they don't offer an internship company, it doesn't hurt to reach out and ask if they would accept an intern and maybe start a program. Yeah, and also, in terms of finding an internship, a lot of it is about the people you know. Now, uh, you can start by going to your school's career office, and we had one of those at my university as well, to get help looking for internships. And that's exactly what I did to find my internship. I went to our career services office. I looked through a huge binder. And of course, 
you know, this wasn't before the internet, so let's just not go there. It was while the internet was pretty, the web at least was pretty new. So we can't just scroll on a website. I had to open a binder and look through pages and pages. And then I found something. Ah, the cadets. I know who they are. This is along the lines of something I'd like to do. Let me get an internship there. And then I did. But a lot of the time it's about the people you know. Some of the best internships come about from friends of professors, friends of the family, friends of friends. You just need to ask around and put it out there in the world. And we can put things out there in the world a lot easier now that we have social media. But put it out there that you're looking for an internship and see what kind of responses you get. See what information you can get from friends of friends, friends of family, friends of professors, friends of the career services, whatever it takes. And look at your options, because if you can choose between several, then you're in a really good position to get a good internship position and then make the most out of it once you're in it. I definitely agree. Figuring out who you know that can help you get that internship is a really good first step. So start talking to your network. So we do have a listener question. It says, I've been offered a low-paying internship with a company that isn't really in my field, but I like the idea of getting paid. On the other hand, I could do an unpaid internship with a nonprofit that would give me a better experience in what I want to do. What's worth it in the long run? All right. Well, we're really comparing low pay and no pay here. So we're not even talking about full pay. In that case, I think it's better to go with the unpaid internship that's going to give you the experience that you want. You're just going to waste your time if if this internship with a company that's not in your field doesn't give you experience that you feel is going to help you. If you were to take that internship, it might change your mind and introduce you to something that's interesting. But that's a chance that you'd have to take. And the difference between low paying and no paying really isn't all that much when it's compared to the idea of actually getting a full paying job and, and doing that. So I am going to take the side of the unpaid internship in this situation and just make the most out of it that you can make sure that your bills are paid and take care of yourself financially so that you can not have to worry about much else but just working hard and making the most out of it and getting out of it as soon as possible and getting getting a full-time paid job. I mean, you did point out that this they're talking low pay and so we're looking at the difference between low pay and no pay. If you have an internship that's got higher pay and it's a good paying internship, with this company, I would, you know, and it depends on your financial situation, but if you need to work at the same time that you're doing this internship, maybe the paid internship is the way to go. And then talk to this nonprofit and see if maybe you can do something for a couple hours a week on a volunteer basis to build your skills and get to know people in that field so that you can still maybe take advantage of working with this organization that you're really interested in, but you can still maintain your financial situation. Yeah, that's a great idea. Volunteering is always a good thing, especially since it's nonprofit. You know, depending on what you do as a volunteer, you can make sure that you get some experience in some way, in some form that your time allows that will help you in the long run. Because if that nonprofit is in your field, you want that experience and you want to get something on your resume that's going to help you with your next opportunity. Have you had an internship experience that you want to share with us? Head on over to our Facebook community at hashtag adulting on Facebook. 
Or if you have a question about your career or anything else about being adult, go ahead and head over to adulting.tv slash ask. And of course, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts at adulting.tv slash iTunes. You can also find us on Google Play and on Stitcher. So head on over to adulting.tv for more resources and videos and more information about your career, your money, your life, and your romance. And until next week, remember to behave like a grown-up. Thank you for listening to Adulting. Find resources for this episode or download other episodes at adulting.tv. Thank you.